0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Point Forward Podcast. The playoffs are here. Haven't done a pod for a hot minute. Got a lot to talk about between uh, being a couple of games in the playoffs and uh, coaches moving around, GMs being hired, Uh, PJ, what's going on, man? Excited to talk about all this stuff
1: with you. The upsets are aplenty, and then we're all basically where we
0: thought we were going to be. Day one of the playoffs was a very weird day. That is
1: for sure. It was very strange. I think every, every favorite lost except for the Warriors.
0: Yeah, things did not... Did not happen the way we would have. I'm glad that we did not have money on any teams that day, because I can guarantee we would have lost money.
1: We would have lost them all. That would have been so
0: us. That would have been us. Uh but luckily we didn't, and things seem to be going back towards the normal now.
1: Although the Magic are only down by one right now to the Raptors, so Yeah, we'll in the see third what happens
0: quarter. there. We really we really need the Raptors to turn things around. I don't know what's going on. But,
1: um, I wonder why... Yeah, but before before we get into... I wonder into why Mark dive... Fultz is wearing this Michelle Obama shirt. It's cool, but... just supportive. I don't know. It's so random. Before we get into all of that,
0: let's talk about some just kind of around the league, hirings at the end of the season, firings at the end of the season. Uh, the big... You know, we might as well start with this. Um, what do you think about Jim Boylan and, and him being extended? Because that was a surprise, in, in my opinion, anyway.
1: Oh, I mean, it's super unnecessary, but it's super bullsy of them to do that. Because, um, yeah, it's just they'll, they'll, they just want to show their back in their guy, their new guy. Um, I mean, I would bet almost... Every dollar I have that he won't see the end of that contract though. Um, yes. It's just this is a Garpax move. It's it's pretty much business as usual. They're just they burn they burn one guy, they're on the next one, and then and, and so the the wheel continues to spin in bulls basketball. Um Yeah, I mean it's just uh it's doesn't make any sense and like you're not gonna get free agents and anything I mean you know it's really it's really unnecessary they did it when they did it too because like let's say they somehow won the lottery and got Zion like free agents are gonna want to play with him but they're not gonna want to play with, for Jim Boylan So they have just given him this extension it, yeah it didn't make any sense um, to extend him I don't I don't understand the rationale of why you do it now if at all um, but they decided to do it so here we are. Bulls being bulls. That
0: uh that is for sure. Would you've been would you have been happy if they would have ended if they would have hired Walton or something like that? I mean, I, I feel like he would well, have been a good fit for them.
1: I wouldn't have minded like Jaeger, to be honest, but like Dave Jaeger with this front office is just like another you'd be creating a a whole new situation like the recreating, I feel like the Tibbs tension in like that organization i just don't think that would have that would have had a shelf life too um to be honest yeah i don't really give a shit who they like have as the coach right now as long as this like current regime is running it because it's just it's all kind of just to to save their their job and like there's not really a plan or focus they're just making it up as they go um but, like, I honestly do think, like, Dave Yeager with this, this core would not be, a, like, a bad hire if, you know, I, I thought there was a regime in place that was going to support him and, and actually, you know, try to push towards winning and, and building something. But, um, yeah, really, I mean, it, it, like, it comes down to, like, the best hope for the Bulls, if you're a Bulls fan, is that the Bulls win the lottery, have Zion, there's expectations. And then if they're, you know, not meeting them, I think that would actually be the thing that gets people fired, but um, they're almost like in a better position if they're just middling and always getting these, you know, the seventh pick in the draft. They can get, like, decent guys, and they're just basically building to be, like, a mediocre, you know, Eastern Conference team it would be, like, maybe the four, three, or four seed, and you're kind of back to where you were probably, uh, you know, Post Eric Rose injury and kind of in that that same area where you're just you're competing but you're not really ever in a conversation for championships. Uh, hey, that all
0: changes if they get Zion.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, you just need that talent, or you need to attract the free agent. And I just don't think this regime is going to do that either. Which, hey, because you'd have to have a vision to you to to sell a free agent. You have to have a vision and like an actual, you know, overall thought to begin with to like sell to them you're just basically please come here so it looks like we hired like you know we're, we're doing good at our jobs
0: right and might as well talk hit on this quick zion surprisingly declared for the draft
1: i really thought uh, he was gonna come back for his sophomore yeah, year man
0: i know you and i were talking and uh it really just seemed like he was gonna be another four-year dookie for life and it's a yeah. uh, real <laughs> shock
1: Really? Yeah. I mean, can, can he really even be considered a blue devil since he only stayed one year? I mean, Mm, I don't think so. Yeah. It's a shame. You don't have any commitment these days, but, um, yeah, it was funny. He was the last one of those three guys to, to announce, um, and there was this kind of string of other guys that have been announcing since, but, um, at least they get uh, they get Trey Jones back for another year. I just really,
0: I really hope that we can see, uh, or I'm I'm really excited to see what the heck happens for his shoe shoe deal. I feel yeah. like it's guaranteed to be Nike, but <clears throat> who knows, man? Now that I just want to know the dollar in- figure. I want to know the dollar figure, and it's a very interesting market to be in because. This is the most saturated the sneaker market has been in a long time. With uh, Converse coming out with a new sneaker last week, yeah. uh, New Balance is ramping up with Kawhi being kind of the their you know main person that they're advertising through. And um, obviously, you have Under Armour, Adidas, and Nike that are going to throw a lot of money at Zion. And Nike has the most capital. You'd think that they were going to they're going to just lock him up immediately and just throw more money at him than than uh, anyone else is able to, but uh, that's going to be interesting to see, and when he gets his own first signature sneaker, because it could be pretty early.
1: Yeah, I mean, he might just be signing and, like, essentially they'd begin working on his signature sneaker. Um, that's not that's not too crazy to think about. They may yeah, already. Yeah, Donovan have.
0: Mitchell had one or has one already. I mean,
1: yeah, he has one coming out. Yeah, in the fall. I mean, yeah, they'd be able to do that pretty much. Uh, you know, from the, the get go, they might even be pitching like different ideas for one. You know, in these meetings with him to get one going soon. So, um, right. yeah, no, it'll be it'll be that'll be cool. It'll, just, it'll be just good. I think once we get past the lottery with that, just to kind of understand the the lay of everything and yeah, basically just find out where he's going to be drafted. But you might have you might have some more people having hot takes that cover the sun, saying they shouldn't draft him, because they already have enough <laughs> forward point. You know they have enough. Oh yeah, mid undersized forwards already. They don't need definitely
0: him. don't draft. Zion. Bad yeah. idea, bad fit. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely just not a good fit. Uh, you you talked about Jaeger already. I was a little surprised to see that he was leaving the Kings.
1: Yeah, um, dude. I mean, Vladi gets Vladi gets extended and basically. Yeah, you know, he was pretty quiet. He kept things pretty quiet all season. I mean, there was, like, those stories of Jaeger beefing with the front office and, like, kicking out the assistant GM and practice and stuff. But um, I, I felt like the Kings were pretty, like, quiet and didn't have, like, the normal Kings dysfunction. And then Vlade gets named to the Basketball Hall of Fame, gets an extension. He's like, all right, back to business. <laughs> he got done with, like, a super long smoke break and then came, came back in to it's like
0: your ass is fired. <laughs>
1: yeah, he, he cleaned a ton of. He well, it's fired the, a bunch the Kings.
0: Kings finished with they exceeded expectations last year. They're moving in the right direction. Their young players are progressing and getting better. They had they finished the season, you know they were competing until the last few weeks for a playoff berth. And I just don't know really know what else you would want from him. Now on the flip side, they ended up getting Luke Walton who. Is really tough to gauge how effective he can be as a head coach. I think because how much you can really gain glean glean from his time with the Lakers, with them being so young and rebuilding, and then having LeBron for one year where he got hurt. Like, I don't know, but I I think Luke is
1: worth taking a shot on for sure. But what do you think? Oh yeah, I, and I think that's partly too. It may mean, easy to fire Jaegers. I think they had a pretty good idea they could get Luke. I think it's worthwhile. I mean, I didn't really hate what he did the first. I mean, you really have to just look at what he did the first year at the Lakers um, and really use that as a, a barometer for this Kings job. But then he gets to take over, you know, some guys like Darren will be in his third year. um, And I, I think he can do a lot with that team. And I think it will be like it will be the the proper assessment we'll get out of him now for sure as a coach um, because yeah his whatever he was trying to do in L A immediately ended once the said he was going there right exactly uh, other
0: ones that we haven't talked about yet. Uh, JB Bick Bickerstaff, the whole
1: the yeah. whole Memphis like front office is getting reworked. Chris Wallace getting like bumped down to a uh, like scouting elevated scouting from GM, but they're bringing in uh, um uh, what's the Hornets old Hornets guy name now? It's escaping me. He's coming in there. They they brought a couple. They've just got like a lot of people with big executive titles now that are in that front office. Um, I don't really understand what the power structure is yet of it, but it seems like (laughs) there's going to be some chain of command issues in that.
0: Yeah, it's just a a very, very weird uh, I don't really know what's going on in Memphis. It's going to be interesting to see what happens for them, and if they get Zion, what's going to happen with them? Because their team is all of a sudden going to be Changed overnight. That's a very interesting, like Zion location in my mind is it, Memphis. It would be very odd. I just can't see him playing for Memphis. But if you have He's Conley and Zion, and obviously Jaron Jackson had a great rookie season. I don't know. It's fun.
1: Oh, I mean, wherever I will, really, it's just it's yeah. Whoever gets the first pick, they have to take Zion.
0: Yeah. No question.
1: And you move, you adjust the roster around him.
0: Yeah, the lottery is going to be fun to watch this year because the odds is first year the odds are a little bit more spread out across the board, and uh, and obviously you've got the biggest, the most um, agreed upon number one pick since probably
1: Anthony Davis. I mean, I. Nah, Ben Simmons is pretty universal. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, but I don't I, know. That's I, I don't I'm remember anyone really episode. making an argument outside Ben Simmons. But yeah, I mean, no, he's like the. But I mean, you know, Zion's for sure is the blue chip, undisputed, yeah, number one. Uh, guy for this year's draft. All right, Peach.
0: Should we dive into some playoff matchups here? Sure, sure. East, start, start. Should we start out East or start in the West? You start wherever you want to start, Ultra. All right, I want to talk about the Bucks to start. Bucks are currently up two. So we're recording this on Friday night here, uh, and the Bucks are currently up two zero against the Pistons. They've won. Handily in games one and games two, waxed them. And Blake Griffin has not played. He d- it does not look like he is going to play. It was a game down decision last game, man. Never know. But uh, if I'm the Pistons, I don't know why I'd be trying to try him out there oh, yeah. at this point. Um, not a ton to say. This it's kind of what we expected here. Uh, just uh, good, very good news for the Bucks because. They get to keep their starters playing fewer minutes and let their they still battling some injuries and those guys can get healthy.
1: Yeah, and Sterling Brown has emerged as quite a a, a piece for them right now in the playoffs. He's had a good He's two games good. Uh, for them, kind of filling in right now. So that's that's encouraging to see um, him stepping up. But yeah, they're going to continue to wax the Pistons, and Giannis is going to continue to say. And show how effing unstoppable he is, and it's gonna be fun. Uh, just yeah, get through these next two games. I they I thought they would before the series. I still think they're gonna sweep them, and I'm down to see a couple more waxings of, of the Detroit Pistons getting them out of there, and their Bucks can yeah rest and get ready for uh, for Boston in the next round. Yeah, so
0: let's talk about that series quick. Boston is playing right now. They uh, are up 2-0 against the Pacers and are playing in Indiana tonight. Thanks to Kyrie. Kyrie had a great game with, I think he finished 37-7-6 and 6 in Game 2. Uh, and the, in general, the, they've just looked really good. I mean, they definitely got off to a slow start in Game 2, but they... Um, they, they would have lost if it wasn't a huge for Kyrie. Run in the fourth quarter, and Kyrie was definitely the reason that they were able to. <laughs> Kyrie to went stand on a the game and, and pull away at the end. Um, I don't know. I mean, I still think the encouraging thing is that Tatum has played well in games one, games two. Like compared to Kyrie, uh, Kyrie's definitely overshadowed him a bit, but Tatum has been pretty efficient uh, and he shot the ball well to start the series. And you know the big. Story coming out of last year's playoffs is how great uh, Jason Tatum was. So uh, it's definitely if I'm a Celtics fan, I'm, I'm the two guys I really want to see rolling are those two. And then if you can get good defense out of Horford and you can see some life out of Hayward, hey, anything can happen. But I, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I what think Tatum's been
1: fine. I mean, like I think he's he's doing uh, a fine job. I think to begin just to be kind of more a complimentary piece, but like. Everyone that was talking last year, kind of about that, you know, without needing Kyrie. I mean, Kyrie's shown it all season, though. He's been so dominant, and you know, it's just taken over and been the lifeblood of that offense. And like, he he showed up in the most you know critical point for them in that game a couple nights ago. To yeah, base well, he was their offense, and nothing was really. I mean, there really was not much going on when Kyrie wasn't on the court and had the ball in his hand. They – it was – I mean, Jason Tan will, will will do fine, but, I mean, they they also – I mean, Boston de- defensively just – they they were kind of a mess um, in some ways and just kind of seemed disorganized and, and playing some half-assed defense at points and other points just being – kind of crazy aggressive towards indiana which like without victor like there's there isn't any single other player on indiana i think that anyone here is gonna say like could beat you by themselves like also, yeah. do you think tyreek evans is gonna win win uh indiana pacers a playoff game <laughs> no
0: yeah. probably not no it, but it's it is i gotta give them credit just because of how they finished the season without Victor Oladipo. sure great and finishing where they did but you're right they please the exit playoffs, stage left <laughs> you you could definitely make the argument that the two best players on that team are Sabonis and Miles Turner and neither of those guys are you know shock creators and they they're just missing that right now they're struggling to score yeah. against the Celtics well,
1: Ky- Kyrie is the def- definition of like a a, a game changing kind of talent that in a playoff series of any kind but like you need at least one of those guys and most people would say now you need like two of those type of guys to be contending for championships like cause you know it's just there's the difference right there is just how his performance uh, in game two was the definition of how you can assess a team as a, a playoff team or an actual championship contending team right
0: uh, three six. We got the Sixers, who are currently up two one on the Nets. Uh, they, Which is living up they to the hype. Lose, lose, surprise, lost surprisingly in game one, and we didn't have a chance yeah. to watch a ton of that. You and I were hanging out that day, but uh, Nets ended up pulling away in the second half after they really bled the whole game.
1: Amir Johnson uh, it, was sending me text updates for game one, so I felt like yeah, I was, so <laughs> I felt like I knew about, what was going on.
0: Yeah, so I do. I don't think any details came out of that as to whether or not uh, Uh,
1: Joel said that his daughter was sick and that that was right. But I mean, is like, is that,
0: do we know that that's actually true versus just, no, I don't, I I don't know how uh, you, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. But uh, that, uh, you know, I, I understand, I understand that, that may be something that you're okay with the coach and maybe it's fine, but it is not a good look when you're losing at home. In a, in a playoff series that you're favored to
1: win. I so mean, bad. right, optics-wise, yeah, I guess if you're if you're a 76ers fan, you don't feel great about that, but um after I saw, I just didn't really give a shit. Like I didn't really think it meant anything too much. I don't think that was the thing. Amir Johnson, yeah, having the the lack of focus, but it's more of just like you can use that get your jokes off and also like, be able to, to use that as like the resounding image of the semi chairs didn't come out and play, like, ready to play in, in game one. Um, but they did fine game two. And I mean, like, Jimmy stepped up, Joel not playing. Um, but I mean, in, uh, missing, missing a game and, and then Jared Dudley calling out, uh, Ben Simmons, ben Simmons. and Simmons. Ben Simmons giving him that work last night. Um, yeah, this has been this was really the only like Eastern Conference uh, first round series that I would even pretend to have like really cared about, and it's 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 delivered enough for me. Like it's given me what I want out of a first round, which is like two teams being kind of petty and like yeah. By the second game, they they can't stand each other and they kind of want to fight and there's this back and forth and then you get to see it all sort of play out on the court. Um, you know, in between in between games, you get the drama and then they they. Both go out and it's it's fun. Like it's yeah, I've I've enjoyed this series. It's the only one I can really like. I'm happy. It's the Bucks have been you know waxing. I like just it's gonna be the, the term of the day with the Bucks, just waxing that pissing ass. But um, just from like actual like consuming of like basketball and everything, I mean, I think that's the, the only compelling first round series. And it's I mean we not not that we thought that these first thought. round were going to be good. Like I, we were saying that last week, or you know, before the playoffs started, that this first round is going to be kind of a bunch of duds for the Eastern Conference just because of the yeah. disparity of teams.
0: Yep, that's right. I mean, it. There's definitely a chance that, especially if Embiid continues to be out, that the Nets win Game Four and it's two-two mm. going back to Philly. But I don't know. Um, if Embiid plays, it's it's not
1: looking good. I mean, I think you'll. I I still think like in those situations, like you'll get a Jimmy Butler. You're gonna get a Jimmy Butler game in this series, of of him kind of taking over, getting hot. Um, he's been. I mean, he's been. Fi- I not say he's been terrible, but I think you'll get a Jimmy Butler game for sure. That that's on the way in this first round, and um, I I I wouldn't be surprised if. Yeah, if Brooklyn wins one, maybe at home. Um, but I don't I don't even know if I see that at this point. I, I think Philly will continue. I think whatever they were surprised, they were caught off guard, you know, whatever you want to say about game one, I just, I don't think Philly, uh, I, mainly what I could say about it is like, and maybe, you know, you tell me what you think of this, but it's like, I feel like philly is kind of in that mindset we're like all right we've we do a lot of talking like we're these but we haven't won if we you know we lost in the first round last year um or not lost we you we know, lost we lost yeah we got we got beat by boston last year got embarrassed in the second round um you know we need to get on move on past this we need to focus on that next uh we need to try to figure out a way to take down toronto Well, the thing is that
0: Ben Simmons, I know that he he has played really well the last two games. He had triple-double in game two. He played great last night. He was was a huge reason as to why they lost game one. And when your primary ball handler can't make jump shots, it makes things difficult. Um, There's just a complete lack of spacing. And when Joel has not shot the ball well from three this year, I'm letting him hang out at the three-point line and shoot to his heart's content. Like, hey, if you're shooting from out there versus on the block where he's a killer, you know, I'm all for that. I'm going to let him shoot from out there. So that team can just be kind of congested even if you have J.J. Redick and Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler, who's not a great three-point shooter but can at least make you think from out there. Um, And that could be problematic. and, And, you know, they let's assume they're going to make it to the next round and go up against the Raptors if they play like this against the Raptors, they're gonna they're gonna we'll lose trouble. five or six. Yeah. So, you know, they're that's not gonna go very well because the Raptors can, they're very switchable. Uh, obviously, Embiid is dif- a difficult guy. Um, you, you can't switch it if you're a smaller guy against Embiid, like you're done. But they they can have they can play big lineups and have Ibaka. Out there with Gasol or Siakam and Gasol or Ibaka and Siakam, and those guys can, you know, they match up really well against the Sixers. I think Uh, they have some long guys
1: that are going to give Ben Simmons problems. So yeah, a little um, bit. But well, I was going to just say like Ben Simmons is kind of be the X factor in that next round because he is kind of their their best mismatch against Toronto. Um, you know, yeah, you can stick. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm interested. I'm excited for that series. I'm, mean, I'm really intrigued to see who Kawhi guards. If it's, if it is Ben Simmons or is he, is he on Jimmy? Um, because yeah, like would, that's, that's kind of the the the, the two. But like, I mean. I
0: the thing is, is that it just in in playoff basketball, it doesn't really matter anymore. Like teams will just screen until they get the matchup they want no matter what. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. No, but you're you're right. I mean it matters. But uh Well if, but if, like
1: but they're not doing half court like Ben Simmons in transition is like where they're he's that, that he's the outlying mismatch there for them, like where it's he could be a fact. like he would be their best bet in that series is if he's able to uh initiate into you know keep the keep Toronto on its toes and like push the ball in transition.
0: The thing there is though the the Sixers, if I, I have Kawhi playing if I have Kawhi defending Ben Simmons, you just go under every screen. Yeah, oh and, yeah. And but you know, that's gonna give him a head start, which that's be I mean, that's an argument against is like, all right, well you go under against Ben Simmons, he might not be able to shoot. But he's one of the best finishers, and he can get a, a full head, head yeah. start going to the rim. But I, I don't know, man. Like I have a tough time believing that Kawhi can't can't work around that.
1: Um, well, I just don't know if that's, that's where, where Kawhi's best served is on Ben Simmons. Is my thing. Like that's it's either
0: that or chasing around off ball screens for JJ or Tobias. You know, and I, I don't know. You're I I don't know either. But I, I would try to limit. How much he's having to chase those guys around on the defensive end, yeah. so that he can be your primary uh, shot creator. On and
1: the it might be Kawhi's end. on, you know, a few guys, and he's stopping Ben Simmons in the fourth. Who knows? Yeah, we they're will, gonna play around. We, with Well, that. we will know him soon, but <laughs> right, <Yeah. laughs> there's a we'll few ways out. they can definitely go at um, go at Philly.
0: And the other, the last uh, series we're talking about, the Raptors here. They we haven't really talked about them against the Magic thus far. They're up, or they're um, it's tied one one. They're playing game three in Orlando right now. They have a lead in the fourth quarter. They're pulling away, and, um, which is great for us. <laughs> and yeah. uh, we uh, they're they're starting to get together. Really surprising to see them lose game see one. Can, Kyle I Lowry. I
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Kyle Lowry. Kyle
0: Lowry with the goose egg and, and game one, which got a lot of heat for. And, uh, yeah. Um, and he's, I don't he's know. He's just
1: going to get that because he's, was a focal point of, like, the pre Kawhi. You know, it just was him and DeMar together. So to see him do that was, people are getting their jokes off. I didn't really, like, Oh yes, let Michael Carr Williams shoot all of those shots. Um, Siakam <laughs> right now in this game though he's got a career high playoff game. He's he's having a great game today. Um, yeah, he's fun. I just think what yeah they kind of snuck a fun up player. and yeah, oh, yeah man he's rocks. They um yeah I mean Orlando snuck snuck that one past them, but you know it just it looks tough. But I mean they only beat them by two anyway. It's not like they were you know dominated. It just you can get that from time to time, I guess, in a first a yeah, first game of the season, but or of the playoff series. Um,
0: I'm not really thinking. I think much of it. Yeah, I, I think five. this is going to be a five game yeah, series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the grand scheme of things, it's not a big thing. No. Let's move on to the West. Uh, it, Warriors, um, Warriors, Clippers, which is uh, sitting at two one. Warriors now should be three zero, but the Warriors blew a thirty point lead in game two. Yeah. Uh, that was earlier this week and has been but, talked at nauseum about, so I don't think we need to go into... <laughs> you don't have any
1: 3-1 jokes you wanted to make on the pod?
0: No no additional ones, but what I will say... You don't want to make the same
1: joke everyone made? Are you sure, man? Here's your chance.
0: Nah. No, I'll, I'm good. Uh, what I do want to say is I'm really fucking bummed that Boogie got hurt again. And uh, torn quad in this game... He, you could tell something was seriously wrong right when it happened, just because it was non-contact. Oh, yeah. He was he was running after a loose ball and hit the floor and just it, collapsed, he, just having a tough time kind of getting up, and immediately went to the locker room. And you're like, well, shit, that that might be it for him um, for the season. Yeah, and uh, I like. People, he's he can be a pretty polarizing guy. You and I, have, I have always uh, liked Boogie, um, and I shouldn't be saying Boogie because he doesn't want to be called Boogie, uh, Demarcus. Um, I still call him Boogie. I know. <laughs> hopefully, he can heal and get some money this off season and have another chance wow. at the title at some point.
1: I just, I was really ready to see. Now, I don't know if I want the Warriors to win, so I was all in Warriors winning. Just, I mean, I think they still are. I don't think it's like. I'm not trying to say that DeMar not being <laughs> healthy is that's. There goes their title chance. They're going to win with or without him. Um, but yeah, I was very in on the idea of Boogie winning the storyline of Boogie winning his championship, getting paid a shit ton of money in the off season, um, And kind of, you know, going back to what he was doing. It sucks, man, because. Yeah, like I think he it will, he will never, and, and I don't think he was going to ever. But if he got the championship, you know, maybe he gets a little bit more. But like I just don't think people will give him the credit for how, you know, how he did come back. Not to say he was even, you know, close to what he was, but still, like from that injury with the team, like how he handled this situation, like I just don't think until maybe his career is over. We'll, like, I just don't see a situation where people are going to really give that guy some of the credit he deserves, um, you know, and just, I hope he can come back from this one, just like the last. I mean, it's just like I, I'm starting, though, to get the concern of, like, is this just going to be a roller coaster of, like, Boogie not being able to be healthy um, and just kind of piling up injuries year to year, which would suck. I mean, it's not a good history of a
0: multiple lower body injuries in a short period of time.
1: Well, and like Achilles is one thing, like yeah, but like Boogie's game, I wasn't worried, but it's like start tearing musc, you know, all this other stuff. It's It's like it's uh, look, I'm that's just not good. This stuff, but
0: it's not not uncommon for you have an injury and oh yeah, that somehow leads to then another injury, even though an Achilles and a quad. Don't have any direct tie to one another. It's just you. You do carry and walk different. Like you, you just went through an ACL tear. Do you like? Do you walk a, just a little bit differently? Put pressure on your legs differently depending on walking, running, stuff like that. Well, yeah, running like is so just...
1: weird. I mean, I just started doing that, but yeah, no. I mean, you're doing like, but I'm not doing like full intense. Yeah, I mean, it's it is no. It's a super common aspect of it. It's uh, but. Like, to have, like, the muscle and just some of those aspects of it, too. Like, yeah, it's it's one of those, it, it, it can take a bad turn. But, I mean, at the same time, too, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, Derek Rose had that where he just was had the string, but now he's had a couple of healthy seasons, too. So, it's, but, you know, being a guard versus, you know, having a big man's body, it's it's a little little different dynamic there, too, just with, like, For sure. that size and the force and just, you know, the, kind of just the physics of a seven-foot, um, player versus a you know six four guard,
0: right? Um, but I think that series ends in five. Katie was on fire. Would have dropped fifty in game game three if they yeah. weren't I mean, up by thirty going into the fourth quarter.
1: Warriors Warriors came in and just were like, no, we're still the f and champs, and we're just gonna let Katie go to work and um, you know have himself a have himself a day and and not kind of. All that Pat Bev, him talk, and just that, that all got shut down real quick. Now, nah, after that yeah, game. Yeah, I
0: mean, it's, it's still, I will probably have another Pat Bev moment at some point in the next two games, but.
1: Well, oh, I love Pat Bev, though.
0: I do, too. And it's, he's, he's the great, right kind of bad for me. He is, he is a, he might be an a bull next defender. year. <laughs> I mean, I, gonna get a cheap point guard it's that's gonna be a, it's gonna be pat bev better.
1: it's gonna be pat bev ricky ruby or derrick rose in the bulls next year
0: i would love for the timberwolves to sign him. damn like that's exactly what they need
1: yeah i mean the t wolves could use some dog he's, yeah he's dude he's a he's a he's a dog he's a character man he's a cat mean a, that in the he, most positive way possible he's a <laughs> i was gonna say like that dude is a different type of guy and he's, he's got just the right amount of bag and just, like, no – doesn't give, like, two shit. Like, yeah, he's, he's different. He's definitely a different kind of guy.
0: 4-5 matchup, Jazz, Rockets, yep. Rockets up two games. They have been beating some ass in Houston the first two games of this series. And uh, Harden's been great. Donovan Mitchell has been tough to watch. Um you know they have been much better at home. Uh the Rockets have been yeah. a better at home in their own right. So anything can happen, but it's not looking good and I'll tell you what the Rockets just look great right now. Yeah, like, I mean they've been unstoppable in the first two games of
1: that series. Yeah, so, for sure. I think the Rockets did exactly what, you know, they should do. Um I I think if if they didn't come out of the 2-0, I would have been pretty surprised. Um, but I'll also be pretty sure. I, I think, uh, the Jazz are going to win game three. I think they'll respond. Like, they're, they, they just, they definitely play better at home. They're, they're, de- uh, a very home reliant team. Um, I, I still think it will go six, um, just because I think they'll be able to at least win one or two, um, games to keep it going, but, um, you know, I, I definitely could see yeah it playing out where yeah, it goes 2-2 back to Houston, and then Houston wins the next two, and we call it good. But um, if you're a Houston fan, like, you want to see them get this, you know, try to close out in, in five so that, you know, that's that's just less load on James Harden. Because really, like, and <laughs> less opportunity for Chris Paul to get hurt really are the t- two big things that play with <laughs> So, the I'm, Rockets. I'm the,
0: I was thinking about this today. Do you think it's actually a good thing that they have to go against the Warriors in the second round versus in the Western Conference Finals? Because I kind of think that it it is a benefit. That's to
1: an interesting um, thought I really hadn't had just, yeah, from the idea of, like, the minutes on James Harden. Harden's, like, catching him earlier than...
0: And Chris Paul because, right. look, ultimately those two guys are going to have to play a ton of minutes in that series to move on. Right. And... Just I'd rather have them leagues. do that and then go in the Western Conference Finals, which is likely going to be going against a team like the Spurs or the the Nuggets if they come back. Or um, like, are you as afraid of either of those team or teams or the the Blazers or the Thunder? Like, I don't know, I. I I th- if I'm Houston, if all of a sudden you... like, If, let's say, exactly what happened last year with Chris Paul going down in Game 6 for the, the Warriors...
1: Um, against, yeah, against, yeah. Against, if against you're saying Warriors, he doesn't go down, you're getting fresher, yeah.
0: Or even, like, do you think the Rockets could beat one of those teams to get to the finals, even if oh you didn't have Chris Paul?
1: I think if the... Uh, I would say that whoever is winning possible. that series... No, I would say. I mean, unless like Paul George is able to get better, I mean, he just doesn't look right. I mean, at this point, it, it is kind of. I think yeah, that Houston Warriors second round match that kind of almost becomes a mini Western Conference because yeah, whoever wins that series, I'm thinking is going to go to the West. They're, they're going to go. They're going to win the Western Conference. Yeah.
0: But, yeah. So I. I don't know. I. I. I I hope the Jazz can make the series competitive and push to, to five or six, but I I think it's going to be a sweep. I don't think the Jazz have really? an answer. I don't think the Jazz have an answer for James Harden. I think they oh, I mean trounce them. In games but
1: they were doing four, that kind of done. corral. Yeah, they were trying to do that corral, like make them shoot float. Like, yeah, it wasn't working. I, I feel like at home, though, they might just go back to their normal kind of defensive schemes, and I think you just have to because the weird part was, like, you watch, like, Gobert's, like, not really is, like, kind of neutered. He can't be as aggressive as he wants to be with some of that. And um, it just, yeah, they're, they're, their game plan those first two games just isn't working. It didn't work. So why don't do stuff that at least, like, your guys are comfortable and, like, more, I feel like just, like, more confident in being able to execute and, like, just see that way. I mean, because... I and James Harden I think has been playing like better than he was last playoffs, but um, like I always just feel like James Harden gets like there's that one or two he just is off you know for whatever reason he has had many off nights this season. Um, but, but
0: he'll have a game that he goes like ten of thirty three shooting. Yeah, like and and so, yeah,
1: right? Like he'll just he's gonna have that game and um, just how their scheme works. Like they if he's if he's not you know. Excellent. Like it, it kind of. It, they don't really have a next secondary gear to go to where it's like a smooth offense. It, it just the, everything kind of dera- derails pretty quickly with if if he were to have one of those games. And um, you know, I, I I don't think it's crazy though to see like the Jazz have a big. You know, Joe Joel Ingles has like his lights <laughs> out for a game, and Donovan Mitchell like looks like Donovan Mitchell we have saw last year and you know I I, I don't think that this one is as is, is done of a deal as as some of the other ones like if we move to the like Blazers uh OKC like yeah if OKC doesn't win tonight or I mean their next game not tonight but you know if they don't win um no OKC plays tonight yeah okay I was right I, was, I said it I was like alright you know um yeah, like thunder go down three zero, I'll be, I, and I could see that happening more than I like right now. I would say I'd pick just seeing the two series. It feels like OKC could go down three zero, a lot easier than uh, the Jazz. But OKC's like the same kind of situation. Like they're better at home, um, and it's just like the cliche thing of the role, role players just playing better at home and traveling better and um, all that good stuff. But there's just with Paul George playing how he is and like Russell going trying to go like shot for shot with Damian Lillard the first two games has just not been good.
0: No, it has not. Um, What a weird series. I I did not think that OKC was going to go into Portland and lose both those games. Uh, But Damian Lillard and CJ have been just really, really solid. (laughs) And he and his cancer had a really good game in game one. And, and to be honest, uh, like... Steven Adams doesn't seem to be moving quite as well as he no, had been.
1: But also that, like, and I know I'm I'm not saying you, you did this too, but, like, in my mind, like, just the Paul George being hurt, I, like, really discounted the so- shoulder injury and thought a lot of that was just, like, you know, we're just... We just need to get to the playoffs and he'll be fine. Like, we just don't want to have him do too. him. But it's... When you see, like, him, he just doesn't look right. At all, um, and that's that's like a huge blow for them because I think he kind of needs to be their best player for them to be. Um, you know, I, I thought they had a really a, a legitimate shot to go to the Western Conference Finals, um, but I don't think I you think can do that. A lot of
0: people, a lot of people did. They're just you can't do that with not, this. They're just not playing great right rule, now. Right? And Paul George isn't a hundred percent. If he can barely shoot. Right, it's gonna make things tricky. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, you need. Him. Although Paul is a bum shoulder, is still almost better shot than be Russell. Yeah, to...
0: <laughs> yeah, yes, correct. Russ just needs Russ needs to play. He let Dame get away with a lot of easy looks, and I know Dame is also hitting some absolute ridiculous threes too. But like, you got to make life a little tougher on him. And you just gotta you gotta get some easy buckets, and that's easier to do at home. Uh, hopefully, they can turn around and make that a series. I think. I mean, I definitely think that Portland is gonna end up winning that. Um, not going out on a limb, most of the time you go up 2-0, zero, you're probably gonna win the series. But I do think that there's a good chance that OKC okay, so makes it a little bit tr- a little bit difficult on them. Like I'm hoping this goes six. I think it will go six. Uh, but it sounds like you, you think this, you think it might go. You think this might be a, a sweep, or you think you think Portland might end up going up three zero and wrapping this up in four or five.
1: Oh yeah, I, I, I mean that's not a crazy thing to either. Say like someone goes up 3-0, they right. zero, they're gonna win. But um, I do feel like OKC is vulnerable to drop this game tonight um, more than the Jazz over Houston. And that's a pretty wild thing, even as I'm saying it to think. But there's the the feel of the OKC thing just doesn't. Because I think it's really just because the Jazz were trying to do something to be different, and it wasn't you know in their comfort. But you know they have at the least to fall back on something they know and are comfortable with. Where. I mean, OKC would love to fall back to what they're comfortable with, but is, they're not healthy, they're not right to be able to do that exact thing. So, um, you know, you almost have to bank on yeah being able to just stop, the, stop Dame and, and CJ. And, and kind of at this point, OKC's best bet is that their defense can keep them in this series and, and prevent some of uh, just the dismantling that, I mean – Portland just got whatever shot they wanted against them the first two games.
0: Yeah, the, it, it has not not been not been a great effort by OKC, but
1: well, it's not even be an effort. See. It's just like yeah, I think you said it. I mean, you said it. It's just it's health. Like it just don't look healthy. No, no one
0: really looks super healthy by them. But um, all right. Uh, so. Where do we want to go next here? The nuggets uh, Spurs that let's you Let's talk about out? Nuggets. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> Nuggets Spurs. Started with that one. Damn, sorry. Uh, nuggets Spurs, 2-1. Uh, game four is tomorrow night. The Derek White game put the Nuggets <laughs> away. <laughs> in game three, uh, game two was the Jamal Murray game that... Um, yeah, Uh was an unbelievable fourth quarter after a really rough start to the game. But um, not looking great for the Nuggets, although I do think this is going to go
1: seven. I'm excited to see what, what happens CO there. I mean, is. I, it has felt, for it to be a 2-1 series, it really hasn't felt like that. I mean, if Jamal Murray doesn't do what he did in that fourth quarter and just literally play out of his mind, it would be through, like... At no point have I thought the Nuggets have been the better team in this series. Anything they've um, done, like, there's been no points. Even, I mean, the Spurs have just had these moments where they've been able to just, like, dominate the Nuggets. And the Nuggets have had some incredible runs and, like, been able to, like, fight back. And they have the talent to do so. But they've just never been in control at any point.
0: Right, no, I, you're right. They're um, just they're
1: backed in a corner. Um, you know, I mean, I, will,
0: Bart, will Barton. Uh, I mean, he's gotten piled on thus far. He's been been he's not been able to hit many shots. He's having stuff go of it. It'll be interesting. He to see. barely
1: played in the second half of that game. Yeah, three.
0: I think Beasley's gonna get a lot more run for sure. Uh, and this will. Um, Hopefully they can turn around. I mean, Jokic has been good. I think in yeah. order for them to win though, they're gonna need for him to look to score a little bit more. Uh, yeah. I know that he is a I mean, he's obviously he's one of the best passers in the league. They 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 have had success in that and their offense running that way for a reason, but you can't Yeah. He's just they need him to look to be more aggressive scoring. There are times that he passes up to to try to get a better shot and
1: uh well, they just—I don't know—they need to get off to a better start. So I think, uh, I—I like if anything, for me, like looking at the two games, especially the loss. I mean, I mean, even you make an argument in game two the same thing. But I've—I've been a little concerned with the, um, faire like Mike Malone has been very slow. Like it's taken like a lot more than I—I I guess I would have the patience for with some of his rotations and with like these like making some adjustments of stuff like they've he's left some bad lineups out there for for extended periods of time and like it's taken like an entire half and like I think like especially in the first half like this next game for them like they need to come out and and they need to be they need to be leading at halftime of a game for once in this series to like I think, you know, for this team in general. I mean, this is also their first – this core's first playoff series together versus the Spurs. I mean, that's just a well-oiled, you know, machine under, with pop. Like, they they know, like, they've got that – they know how to play in the NBA playoffs. The Nuggets are kind of figuring that part out, which is, you know, unfortunate. We we said, you know, we begin, when we were kind of doing the preview of the playoffs is that, like, This is the worst, you know, potential matchup probably for Denver. Looking at like of of potential teams they're going to play. This is the worst outcome during the season. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, um, yeah, I think it's really important for Denver to get off to a big start. Just saying, like, if anything, it's just so you don't have to work so hard and come back. Like they can just, they can just kind of take go blow to blow with. the Spurs, I do think the Nuggets' talent can win out in that situation, but um, they also have to figure out. I didn't think I was be saying this part though. They have to figure out some answer for like Jakob and um, like no one's you know really stopping Marcus Aldridge when they've gone to him either. Right.
0: No, they don't have an answer for that. DeRozan has been really good uh, and deserves credit for how he's played. In that so, series so
1: too. that's. But my thing is, and I not like I'm trying to knock Demar, but. I think if you can put yourself in a situation where you're like, let DeMar DeRozan beat us by himself, we all take that bet. It's some of that in- – it's the Lamarcus Aldridge stuff. It's just like they're getting the ball to him, and it's like it's a bucket. <laughs> it's just an automatic bucket. And, like, I don't know if they just – I don't know what you do to necessarily, but you've got to – I think the focus has got to be to stop that. And, and I would – I mean I –
0: Well, Derek f- Wright, if – if, if he's dropping thirty six points, well, that's, know, that's a difference. Yes, yes, it doesn't matter. Yeah, we'll stop Derek White too.
1: Yeah, but let, maybe let, let's let Demar like mid range try to kill us. Um, you know, make it hard on him. Obviously, but like, I don't know that Kenzie. That can, It could work. I don't. It, not necessarily the best method. I think. I think really yeah, Denver's DeMar's talent just needs to show long up. Long contested yeah.
0: two point jump shots. Yeah. Like that's not. That's not too bad. We'll take that. I'm sure that they would take that every day of the
1: week. Terrence Ross is making this spread of ours not looking so Yeah, this sucks. Uh it's not great.
0: So Oh Hopefully the Raps can get it going here. Let's um let's talk <laughs> thrones before we wrap wrap this up here, PJ.
1: Hopefully our uh, the last placeholder our table setting episode we ever have to watch for a throne series again.
0: Yeah, so it was not the most exciting. And spoiler alert, obviously, spoiler alert. If anyone has not watched it yet, time to do what are you doing? But, uh, yeah, so not um not the most thrilling episode in the world, but hey, we did we did get um you know John found out his parentage. John rode a dragon. Those are two dope things. We knew that they were going to happen. They have happened. Uh, they just, you know, nothing is crazy, no no big uh, characters getting killed off, no
1: war, you know. Just a lot of awkward, just a lot of awkward meetups. It was basically um, Game of Thrones meets Real World Skeletons uh, edition, where all of the skeletons of um, each character, they all the awkward meetups, like Jamie and Bran and... Uh, Tyrion Sansa Who else we have in there? Uh, um, there is more
0: Br- Bran and Jamie at I the see, very Yeah, end. I said Bran
1: yeah, Bran and Jamie. Um I mean we had the nice moment with Arya and John, but there is there's one other messy oh uh D- Danny and Danny and Sam. Danny Burning, Sam's oh. family. Um, <laughs> or his or his dickhead dad and her, his nice brother. My brother? He stood with your yeah, not great, not great for Dickon. Had to talk
0: about it bring him up again. Yeah,
1: but um, who else? Yeah, those are kind of it was just yeah kind of the reunion episode of all these characters who hadn't been together for some time. Um, but I just I need the last we got you know you got six of these. I can't need any more table setting. I need some actual like some people pulling off the boards. I need some action. I need like something moving this forward to you know, whatever that intended end is. Um, So I'd like to think of this as, like, the last table-setting episode um, for Thrones in the series. But, um, you know, next week could be the same thing. I'll be a little nervous that then they're trying to do too much with those um, last four being all, like, an hour and a half. Like, I feel like that's... That's tough. And I don't want to... I don't want to feel like they're throwing just too much at us. I want this to have the pace that you know it deserves oh we might be all right man in this toronto game also we might get lucky we might look out
0: uh so we um when i think of all the times in game of thrones that you watch an episode that's kind of slow that's leading into a huge episode i think this might be the worst one this week because i think we're the white walkers are going to be approaching at the end of episode two and then we're gonna have to wait a week and that is going to suck. So Yeah. But looking forward to that driving us insane. And we did not get a cover, so
1: that is Didn't not we great. Oh no, we didn't. We'll be oh. Fuck. We didn't. Well, by a
0: point. So <sighs> we still got the still got the T's. Yeah. Fuck.
1: Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels like, but, like, if they're going to set up with the White Walker thing, sure. But, like, then I need some drama. I need something in between people. But I am kind of worried it's going to be, like, the format is, all right, two table settings of, like, everyone. And, like, then it's for, you know, things, whatever. But if the White Walkers is showing up at Winterfell, maybe they stop him there and then the last like couple, I haven't ruled that part. I was like, they put the white walkers as the big thing, but maybe they are able to beat them. And then it's a lot of people die, you know, stopping that. But then we've got, uh, you know, all these people that came together that weren't together before that put themselves in vulnerable spots that they're now going to like, basically it's a everyone for themselves and people to start, you know, taking each other out and see who's last standing. Oh,
0: yeah, man, it's gonna be great. What ultimately what Cersei does and yeah, is the most
1: interesting thing.
0: Yeah, no question. Um,
1: How many people she kills before she gets just brutally murdered?
0: Who kills her? Yeah, all. all maybe all an undead Jamie. So looking forward to maybe an undead Jamie, but I think it's gonna be a live Jamie. Mm.
1: I don't feel like Jamie would kill her if she's pregnant. Uh, what if it's not his baby? Mm,
0: yeah. <laughs> no, it's got to be though. It's got to be his. baby. I mean, she but she could realistically tell him it's Euron's even though it may not be. But she was pregnant before it, that. Right, but you know, she's she's pretty vindictive, man. She easily could, "Oh, this really isn't your baby, it's Euron's." Just to piss Jamie off. She that ain't could do better than that. And we'll see. We'll see. Any shout outs before uh we go watch this Thunder, watch the second half of this Thunder or watch the second half of this Pacers Celtics game and watch the Thunder. Uh like, just
1: shout so out Tiger Woods for being back. Yeah. That rocked on yeah. Sunday. That was awesome. I think everyone pretty much I said like yeah I, mean, I said uh, we were hanging out on Sunday, but it was like I it was like it, funny to think that like I know at least like a third of the people in probably the country were doing like two things on Sunday, like all together. I was watching the Masters and then watching Thrones later that night. It was a good Sunday.
0: It was a good Sunday. I was driving six hours back from Milwaukee, so that Milwaukee wasn't fun, idiot. but I'm just kidding. yep, I'm a dummy. I uh, shouldn't have came. yeah but, uh, I did. Have done it. <laughs> No, it was very fun. Milwaukee's a great city. Uh shout out to um shout out to the garage. Uh always have tune a tough time remembering leaving that place. So that was fun. Shout out to Tune ups. Um, but no man, uh should be a fun weekend. Weather's turning, summer's around the corner.
1: It was fitting that it was snowing on the fitting that was snowing on the uh first episode of Thrones yeah no seriously
0: and it was like not a light snowfall either it was snowing like crazy last last sunday and yeah. now it's 70 degrees and and nice and it's gonna be great but weather man DJ, you're you're heading uh, heading west this week so probably be a, uh next weekend that we're doing a pod but hopefully we have a few of these years wrapped up we can talk about those talk about what's up next let's travel safe i'll talk to you next